and welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we're doing episode 130. 130. We were having a hard time trying to think of a movie for this. We haven't done a movie in a while. We've uh, just, like we always say, life gets in the way of things, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, so uh, we were trying to think of what was in the movie theaters. Yeah, and after, and, some, um, after some really extensive reaching here, we right. were really trying. Like, there was we were some really pretty trying. tenuous stuff. Yeah. And um, the uh, the Elizabeth Moss movie, The Invisible Man, it mm-hmm. came out what, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so we decided, let's do Hollow Man, Hollow Man 2, because that's about an invisible man. It is about an In fact, they do man. have references to The Invisible Man in this movie, at least the original. Yes. At least the book. Yeah. From H.G. Wells. So... Uh, without further ado, here is Hollow Man 2. I didn't know Hollow Man <laughs> 2. Uh, Hollow Man 2 uh, was a 2006 directed yes, video. Directed video. Uh, sequel to, of course, the Kevin Bacon classic Hollow Man. The, uh, you would say, Shoe Bacon collaboration. The Elizabeth Shoe. She was Kevin, that. Kevin Bacon collaboration. You And you never saw that one, did you? I never saw it, but I didn't know it was in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was um so I will say I saw it when I was younger. Yeah. Um I did not care for it. Also, uh, what's his face from Felicity? Is in it? Who? Sean. From Felicity. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Greg Gr- Greg Grunberg. Okay, Greg Grunberg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Um also um <clears throat> What's his name? Brolin. Josh Brolin is. Josh Brolin is in it too. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah. It's. I did not think it was a good movie. Um. I'd have to watch it again, but like I just was, there's like two movies that came out like around the the that time, right? Like maybe a year before that or a year after that was uh, of Kevin Bacon was uh what was that what Stigmata? Is that what it is? Was he in Stigmata? Yeah, yeah, I swear okay, he was. Yeah, and that's no stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I get all these confused. You know, there was a weird time back in like <coughs> after 9/11 where all these movies just kind of run together. Yeah, and I don't really know the differences between some of these movies. Yeah, a lot of them were. They all look the same. They all sound the same. It's everything had this very well. Everything had this like kind of blue tint to it yeah but they were trying to be like grim dark edgy and it was just like i just didn't feel a lot of the times i was like oh my (coughs) god okay and there's some gems out of those but like stuff that was a little bit different but like this i was just like Mm -hmm. okay i the original one i will tell you where the original one for me uh what i thought was good about it was um, there was a lot of cutting edge kind of like visual stuff, right. the things that they, you know, it was like using familiar technology, stuff with like green screen and like starting to blend in CGI with a lot of it. Um, and so you got a lot of cool, like you can see, you know, he's invisible and covered with stuff uh-huh. or like uh, him changing or like things happening around them. Like they did a lot of stuff where like, so he would grab somebody by the arm and you could see like where the flesh on the arm like squished, like where you normally have your hand. Sure. So like you could see these things. It was very um 
it was very interesting. Yeah. Like the 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 visual effect part of it, I thought worked for me in that movie for the time. Right for <laughs> for the time, and then you got this movie, which was uh, more of a direct to video. Yes, which kind of because of that, you cut costs on a lot of the special effects. Yeah, and uh, I mean it shows in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it really does. And um, sometimes it's laughable, and sometimes it's like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. And sometimes it's just there to move the plot along. I mean, yeah, it was it was nothing that was like groundbreaking as right. far as visual stuff goes. Not really. No, no, no. Sometimes it's laughable. Let's um, be honest. A lot of times it's laughable. Well, sometimes I don't want to. I don't want to give a like a lot of it is. <clears throat> um, it is if you're watching it in a laughable way. But this movie does star uh, Christian Slater. I guess uh, doesn't really star Christian Slater. He's not really the star. Star is more of uh, Peter Facinelli, would you say? Yeah. As uh, Frank Turner. Frank Turner. Coach. Coach. Um, and then Lori, Lori Regan, who is a, a very Canadian actress. Um, this, uh, name name a show the last, like, 20 years she's probably been on it. Mad Men, CSI, you know, as a guest guest star. Recently, um, we saw her on, on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, she played, um, uh, God, it was... Um, the the uh, fairy godmother when she was introduced and was the, oh when they were in the Salem when they were in the Salem which okay which yeah, yeah yeah um and yeah. she was she was Agatha in the Minority Report yes well that was the TV show yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the failed TV show yeah the, the, um which you preferred that a little bit more than me I would say I did yeah yeah um uh, but uh, and then some other kind of Canadian this is a very Canadian cast you would say. Um, right? Uh, yeah, very Canadian. You can tell it's filmed in Toronto or somewhere. Yeah, it's supposed to be set in Seattle, but it's <clears throat> Toronto. Yeah, it's, they do that, like, um, I think that ends up being picked as, like, a venue for a lot of stuff just right. because how close they look, and that way you don't have to be like, uh, yeah, we're in, we're in, uh, this town, and yeah. it looks nothing alike. Director Claudio Fay. Who directed a lot of the sniper movies, a lot of oh. like like sniper sequels. Okay. Um, but I want to uh, point out most importantly that this was produced by David Lancaster, who also later went on to produce actually better films than this, uh, Whiplash and Nightcrawler. Really? Yeah. Which huh. so you know he was nominated for an Academy Award for Whiplash. So uh, there you go. So someone has to start somewhere, right? Yeah. There you go. So uh, there's that. Uh, do we have a plot synopsis for this movie? Yes, we've managed to cobble one together. Yeah, and by the way, you can you can either rent this movie on um, Crackle, which is where you can find anything that's like really basic, kind of yeah, just in the background, kind of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, seriously, that's what Crackle is. I swear. Yeah, it's just like this kind of like bland, kind of in the middle of the road entertainment. Yeah, or you can rent it well, for two ninety nine. You know, Crackle has you take what you get. Yeah, it's, you take it's what you free. Get. And yes, it's free. You know. Right? There are some. There's some stuff on Crackle. And take watch. take what you want out of yeah. these movies too. Yes, like, correct. It's, it's it's part of what we emphasize over and over. Is that mm-hmm. like just take the bright moments out of it. Yeah, but Crackle it up if you want. <laughs> or Hershey's um, special dark chocolate, whatever. You want. <laughs> Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar. I, the streaming service, Mr. Goodbye. Go ahead. In Seattle, yeah, after right. the mysterious death of scientist Dr. Devlin Villers. Who? The redhead guy at the beginning. Detective Frank Turner and his partner, Detective Pooch. Lisa Martinez, uh, are assigned to protect Devin's colleague, Dr. Maggie Dalton. 
Lisa is killed while protecting Maggie, and Frank presses her to tell him what is happening. She discloses that a veteran soldier named Michael Griffin was submitted to an experiment with the objective of creating the ultimate national security weapon, an undetectable soldier. The project, by the way, is called Silent Night. With a K. Night with a K. Yeah. Uh, Nice. However, the experiment failed with horrible side effects due to the damage to the cells caused by the radiation. Michael is chasing Maggie to get the necessary buffer to survive. There you go. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the movie. Yeah, it's pretty much the movie. We could just eat eat pretzels from now on. Yeah, we could eat pretzels. We could. I did stop to make pretzels part of the way through. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, it is how it goes. Um, You know, like, I think that, like, this is missing parts of it, I think. There are. There are. Yeah. There like, are parts you have about. this whole, I think this movie is different in the fact that you have this whole, like, government like conspiracy aspect yeah, to it as opposed to the first one which i didn't remember thinking it was more of a government conspiracy thing i thought it was more no like, there there was some government stuff but not like this where it was like the government was like the bad guys when did that one. movie come out by the way because this movie feels very post 9-11 post very like when they're talking they're like but it's the patriot act like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a very yes. bland dialogue that like throws the Patriot Act at you like all the time. Oh, yeah. And you're like, thanks, I guess. But that's what happened back in the day. That we were just kind of like, Patriot Act. Someone would say that and you'd be like, you'd be like well, I guess so. Fine, I'll spread them. <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, fine. Fine. I didn't mean to check out that library book. Um, Halloween came out in 2000. So, I mean, this is six. So you're right. Like, you know, 20, you know. But, like, think uh, about, like, Dracula 2000. All these yeah. things where it had this, like, we want to be gritty and edgy, yeah. like, feel of stuff. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. I mean, that's it. I mean it just seems so weird. Uh, again, just such a weird time for cinema. Yeah. After was. that, you know, when when was it allowed after 9-11 to, like, kind of just go through it again and yeah. go through the motions? So who knows? So, um, what I'm amazed about this—I mean, I'm not really amazed by this because this was kind of there is now a, a more of a renaissance of Christian Slater, especially with Mister Robot, yeah, uh, being more in kind of um, the limelight. You would say, yeah, um, around this time, Christian Slater wasn't really part of people were talking about. Um, there was a movie called, uh, God, I, wanna, I don't know what movie it is. Um, God, I can't think of it, but go ahead. Um, he's not really in this that, that much, but kudos that they got him, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, or yeah. direct a video. Well, he, okay. So he was in, um, like he'd been in very bad things okay. at the end of the nineties. Like he, this yeah, but there's a, this like string of like, not like hitting a lot of misses. Oh, yeah. During, during that time. Yeah, very bad things. And he was, like, in The Contender. The Contender is what I'm talking about. That's probably the last real good uh, movie he was in for a while. He really gives a really good performance if you go back and watch the, that movie. Well, he was in 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Okay. And <laughs> uh, played himself. Like, he was in Wind Talkers. He was in, he was in a bunch of stuff where he showed up. Um, so like at least he was staying kind of in there, but like he his everything kind of starts to die down. Yeah, it really does. Like uh, in a few years after that, like it's it's like 
bit parts here and there. Right. And it doesn't really pick up till like my worst enemy with that with that show. And then he started kind of getting more into like robot chicken, started making fun of himself a little bit more. Yeah, so like in two thousand eight. Right. right. And then you had Mr. Robot and breaking in. Which was another show um, that uh, I enjoyed. That you didn't remember that show Which with one? Uh, Steve Zahn, where they were like brothers. Do you remember that show? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, After I, a while, it was kind of like I super eh. hated that. Yeah. Super hated that. <laughs> oh my god, I hated it so much. I liked the concept of it, but I hate you know I hated I it they I were, the how they were going around oh, doing fits. it. Yeah. You hated it. Um, but then really. What really got him going was like, let's be honest, was um, Mr. Robot, right? Kind yeah. of like brought him back. So um, or to say kudos that they got him, I mean, he was kind of needing work at the time. Yeah. You know, he wasn't like, I think he had a little tax scandal to be going on. Did he? There's something that was going on, but maybe shrunk him down a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point, Christian Slater, this isn't the high part of his career, right? No, no. If you're going to be like, loved you in Hollow Man 2, I doubt he'll be like, thanks. Yeah, and it's, um, like, I mean, obviously he doesn't, like, show up much in the movie. He was in, you see him in, like, two different scenes. Uh-huh. Um. Well, you don't, yeah, you see, you see yeah, him physically see him in two, in different, two different scenes. scenes. But for the most point, most part, he's just doing like voiceover work. For the most he's, part, yeah. he's got a good distinctive sure, voice. Sure, and he had been doing voiceover work with Jimmy Neutron, yeah. Boy Genius, stuff like that. So yeah. it's not like he was not. Well, and but here's the thing too: like I feel like he was trying to not sound like himself. Yes, well, there was a lot of times where I'm like, is that him? Yes. Because, okay, so normally, you know, you have his whole greetings and salutations yeah, kind of. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Kind of. And off. you hear him now and you hear a little bit of that. Yeah. But you realize it's not. But, like, when you don't see him and he'd be like, you're going to do this. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what? Like, you would just lose some of that? And that kind of bummed me out because I was just, I was thinking at least you got his voice. But if it doesn't even sound like But if it him, doesn't sound like, like him, like, what's the point? Yeah. He is kind of phoning it in a little bit through the voiceover work. There, yeah. there are moments where I'm like, he gets to ham it up a little bit and have a little bit more fun. Yeah, and that's more when we can almost see the character a little bit more. Yes, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, where it almost becomes Jack Torrance in a way. Yeah, uh, or yeah, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, well, and so I'm like, well, at least they're going for it. Like, here's the thing with with his performance. Not the greatest performance in the world, let's right. be honest. It's it's Hollow Man 2, directed video. Yes. But um, it's probably one of the better ones of the movie. And at least he was like, you know what? At the end, go broke or go home. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So at least he, like, went for it. And can I... Um, I will say, to his credit, too, that when he was on screen, both times uh, he was shirtless. <laughs> but, but, but no, so there I was, you go. No, no, but he obviously was like at the point where he was getting into shape. Yeah, that's true. And whatever, because like, he, well, he he's a soldier, like, right? Yeah, the, you know, it looks like he was taking care of himself. He, he filled out from like his skinnier, like yeah. sometimes you were like, "Wow, are you okay?" Yeah. Kind of days, like he was. You could tell, like he was 
starting to take better care and like I was happy about that. Um, the yeah, this movie's just so odd. Mm-hmm. Um, because okay, so a lot of times in movies like this where you realize, oh my god, there's some sort of government conspiracy, you're looking at he's like a soldier who's had to do bad things and the government is the bad guy and he's really just trying to get them to confess or trying to escape them or whatever. Like, you know, you get that moment where you're like, Oh, you're not the bad guy. The government is the bad guy. But for, for this movie, you get this weird double whammy where he, uh, the government is the bad guy, but also he's the bad guy. So, uh, a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, heroin, cocaine back in the late 90s. Yeah. So, it was on May 24th, 2005, Slater was arrested in Manhattan. Okay. After he allegedly groped a woman on the street, mm-hmm. Slater was charged with third-degree sexual abuse. It was held at the 19th precinct in Manhattan, and the charges were dropped from lack of evidence. Uh, and, uh, Slater kept up uh, trouble for about six months. So, he just was not, you know, doing too great at that moment. Yeah. So it's not like this movie came along, which was 2006. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know. Well, and maybe that was part of when he starts getting into, like, right. you know, right. getting off of some things. Yes. Who, who knows? Yeah. You know, it's not like he doesn't do charity work. Yeah. For, you know. Yeah. The Nelson Mandela charity or, or for AIDS. I mean, he's yeah. involved in that, too, as well. So uh, you take the good, you take the bad. So Hall of Fame 2 was a very weird movie. Um, this is one of those movies that, like, you're never going to watch this movie again. If you oh, experience no. this, you're going to experience this once, and you're never going to, like, it's just nothing's going to bring you back to it. No, even if this was, like, a background movie thing, I, I wouldn't replay I wouldn't even, <laughs> it I wouldn't even like, it's not like I wouldn't give it a time of day. Again, not a bad movie, but it's nothing to come back to, yeah. right? The p- performance of... Uh, Peter, uh, uh, well, I can't pronounce his name. I don't know. Fancinelli, Fancinelli, whatever. Well, what's his character's name? Frank Turner. Hooch. Okay. I just wanted to say Hooch when you said Turner. So I'm going to call you Hooch. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's talk about him for a while because, like, this, you know, like, he's kind of that where where he comes from is kind of like that second generation like Christian Slater. Do you know what I mean? Where he comes from like uh not like not that he's the equivalent of 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 Christian Slater, but he comes from that next wave of of uh of actors that think that they can be. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like I just don't think he's that wonderful of an actor. Uh a lot of times I don't prefer him too much. He's just kind of like there to fill up space. Yeah. Like a lot of times we're like the last thing we saw him in was was Supergirl season one. Yeah. And he's really just there. And that's how I feel in this movie. He's just there. Right. Yeah. He's just there to kind of breathe and give, you know, uh, to have someone like I don't I find it hard to believe that this is his character. You know what I mean? I find it more believable that. Christian Slater's like a, a soldier. Then he's a detective with the government. Do you know what I mean? He's not with the government, or not the government, just the police. The police. Yeah, that's what I'm at. Yeah, I, I just find it really hard to believe that. He's he just like um, like he's, not, he's not he's not suave enough for me. 
Yeah, he's not like he he's okay playing the like occasional sleazy bad guy like in like in Supergirl when he's Max Lord. He has some moments, yeah. Like yeah. he has but he doesn't have to be on screen the whole time. Yeah. Um I can get behind that. He was like on uh um oh what the hell was that called? Um he was in he was in damages, he was in Nurse Jackie. Season of damages was he in? See, it's just it's just forgettable. Yeah, to me. Um, but you know he's got like that kind of stuff under his belt. Like I think he's good with. I don't think he's. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say he was strong enough to carry the movie. Yeah, correct. That's what I'm. T- that's what I'm saying. Look, I think he's okay. Yeah, I just don't think he's the right person for the lead. Right. I think why did we not switch those two with with uh, with him and Christian Slater? But Christian Slater in more of the scenes. Um, maybe Christian Slater couldn't be on the screen that much. Through and so, like, you just voice over elsewhere. Maybe through the troubles he was at the time. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps, and maybe that is so. So, yeah, I didn't even think of that. But I don't know. There's just something. But do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like, like maybe we should have switched those I, people. I don't think, like, I think he would be fine if they gave him more to a, do. Like a partner. Like his partner, well, they give, gets they give him a partner. They kill kill her off. Yeah, but like if the two of them are together, maybe. By the way, I didn't could... cry once when his when his partner died. Yeah, he way. did. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He had no remorse. Yeah, he did. Oh no, he didn't. He just went went right on with. The... He's freaking out. Plus, but then he had to uh, save that doctor. Gal. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, he has Maggie to save the sexy doctor. Sexy doctor. That what in the in that, that time with that pixie cut with that pixie cut. That, that, was, that was the that was the look back in the day. Oh my god, that's so depressing. I know. That's what I'm saying. This movie is depressing. President get caught when she was asking to speak to people's managers more often. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You know, like I think it could have been played by I Kate, think, uh, Kate Gosling, right? Yeah, it, it was, wasn't quite Kate Gosling. You're right. It was just it was, pixie cutish. I, I think that, like, it could have been stronger if they had more, like, another partner to do partner work. You know, and maybe the partner dies later on, but, like, right yeah. at the beginning, it's it was kind of like, so odd, I get like, it. Why have this character? Yeah, I don't think, because I definitely don't think Maggie was strong enough. The the doctor was not strong enough to keep it going. Like, she was kind of got the, you know, gave us some exposition and got us some plot she stuff. Gave us some like, Let me tell you, the better scenes are with when she's with Christian Slater. Yes. It's when she is shining the best in this movie. Yeah. Because I was just going to say, let's talk about her for a moment, but like really, I mean, we just kind of did. Yeah. Like her moments are with Christian Slater. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I, I wanted to, there were things I think that also could have made the interaction between Christian Slater and Turner better. Ouch. <laughs> um, like, so like I was saying earlier where, uh, you know, in a lot of these kind of movies where you see, oh my God, the government's the bad guy. And so your invisible man or assassin, whatever, is the less bad guy. And maybe he gets away or like he, you know, isn't the bad guy at all. And, you know, all is set right at the end. But he's killing in everyone from one, the beginning. So obviously he's the bad, he's the bad, bad guy. He, because what? Because he's killing everyone. With the redhead guy? No, I'm just talking about Christian Slater's character. He's killing everyone. At the beginning? Yes. He kills that one guy. 
the other red, the other doctor. Yes, but yes. he's part of the government setup. Right, but why are you just killing all these people? Because he's a, trained as an assassin. To okay, well, them. whatever. I just don't. I don't know. I don't prefer. This well, answer. if it's part of the if it's part of the government thing, then you're just meant to understand that like everybody connected with it is bad. Right. So, but what I'm saying is, uh. Like, they do something I think is okay. The only thing that, like, salvages that I'm like, oh, you are still a bad guy. Like, because it, it just feels like we're, we got too many irons in the fire with who the bad guy is. Yeah. The one thing that was kind of interesting was the turn they took was they were like, here are some government people who got killed, right? Uh, some government bad guys. And then they say... Um, now here was just like random people who were getting killed, like in the yeah, northwest. See, that's where I'm like, well, because and he says he has this line where he says, "I see people and I see how they are when no one else is watching," and you know, know that there's some people who have to be put down or whatever it was. Yeah, and so he must have like he he was killing bad people, but then when he saw people who. You know, we would not necessarily consider bad, but he sees them doing bad things. And so he's just basically cleaning people off the board. Great. And so it's like, okay, so he's kind of like a vigilante. No. And so uh, I get where they were going with that, but I think that was kind of their you emphasis. more of a about, dark man? Uh, yeah, kind of. It was kind of their way of almost he was it was almost more relatable than like when um kevin bacon was just like i can do anything i want because i don't have to look at myself in the mirror you know christian slater's like it was really easy for me to kill this way and so now i'm killing everybody who i deem to be bad whether i can get away with it no one can see me yeah whether whether he's like he almost thinks he's doing a good thing even though he's not right um, and that's like the only real thing that makes that character and like the setup interesting to me is I wanted them to. <laughs> when you focus say it like that, yeah. That. When you say it like that, I agree with you. Yeah, like, but but I think the the problem is it's too divided. Like but, you have the but you have you too have much the military, of the government then comes in. And, yeah, most of it you're running yeah. from the government. You don't focus on this. He's going after, you know, jaywalkers. Wait, there's like this weird. Well, there's the re, re, really weird like triple thing where it's like they're chasing him the government's chasing them and chasing christian slater all at the same time yeah this is really odd do you know what i mean where it should be a cat and mouse between like turner pooch and uh you know the doctor and christian slater yeah Yeah. not necessarily you know what i mean like yeah that seems like a little less b plot And, and instead you're kind of making that more of an a plot yeah I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. They they didn't. It's just like they didn't divide things well. But I think that was. I think there were script. Well, problems. that you have exposition in the middle of the movie, which yeah. kind of then like you know, which I feel like. I don't know. I feel like that's cheap when they do it in the middle of the movie. Is that when they they were like yeah, which is like five years ago. You know? Yeah. Well, well I, even that I wouldn't have thought it was so bad. But like then, I'm talking about the exposition where she gets a random text and he's like, "What's that?" From? Oh yeah. Oh, this guy texts me at random for months, 
Uh, and he finally gave me an address today. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, you, you, you think maybe you would have said something to him because you're yeah. on the run from, like, you know, from well, the big bad government? That's when they find the other invisible man who yeah. ran out of, like, was dying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it feels like they were like, well, we got to write this one in. Yeah. And kind of tack that in there. It just felt so like... It's so rushed. It feels like there were script problems. Mm -hmm. And and it was... You get to the point where a lot of it was rushed as far as introducing characters and plot points in the middle of the movie. But we had definitely had time at the beginning of the movie when Turner is talking to... Turner's talking to Dr. Dalton. And he's like, is there anybody else I should know about in your house? And she goes... Just my cat, uh, so-and-so. And he goes, huh, I'm more of a dog person. And uh, so then they're, like, looking around, and she turns off her sound machine. And he goes, I always preferred Sound of the Rainforest more. And I'm like, why are you talking about any of I this? know. That's what I mean. It was just The so dialogue is pointless. very, like, yeah. oh. When you could have filled that up, and we could have been on our way by now. Yeah. And her sister comes over, and... Like granted, like the sister becomes sister a, from I Zombie. Yeah, becomes a it becomes a plot point later. It, yes, but it's, but it's pointless. So the beginning, it's but like it's pointless you because you're using that you ditch as me leverage instead of this concert. And I'm like, we don't care about any of this because we don't know the concert. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. She's naming people. We'll talk about to Janie about going. I did go with Janie, and it was like, what are you talking? Like it was so weird. Like, you know, for just, a while I didn't know who she was until like she was like at, at the end where I was like, oh yeah, that was her sister. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, and he was, he randomly Christian Slater finds her sister somehow, <laughs> right? Just finds her. Yeah, it's very flipping flipping through the reverse phone book. It feels like they they were adding way too much at the beginning, and then we're looking at it and went, oh shit, this is gonna be four hours long. Like hurry it up. And still started like trimming parts out or like yeah. condensing, and so then it's like all off kilter. So let, speaking of trimming stuff out, let's talk about uh, the special effects because a oh lot boy. of the special effects from the first movie aren't necessarily the same that are carried over to this movie. No, um, there are about two hundred some odd special effects in this movie. Eighty of those are uh, getting rid of wires, yeah, uh, out of the shots. Um, yes. Because there was a lot of like uh, items that were just floating in the air. Yeah, that like, like Christian Slater. It carried. was like shit that they did. Like, like a gun, just... Roger Rabbit, where like yes. a gun just is like awkwardly yeah. floating and like pointing. And I'm sorry, like your hand doesn't float like that. If you have a gun, usually it's kind of like yeah. stationary. It's not going all over the place. Yeah, you know, like a, a one man shooter yeah. game, or it emphasizes like yeah, you know, when you're you're using right. it to, uh, to emphasize you, things. You point. With yeah. it, you know, or I mean, I don't know. I've never really yeah, used it. It's gun, just like just hovering saying, like back and forth. Like and, in a television show yeah. or a movie, I've seen people who use a gun to get yeah. a point across. You see the you see cartoons do it in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. It's just like, boom, yeah. boom. Same with the shovel at the end. Same with like a bunch of bunch of stupid stuff. Um really it just makes I realize that they, they have a small budget. Yes. They're doing the best that they can. But when someone gets carried away from where they're standing, <laughs> where, where Christian Slater like takes them away. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, whoa. <coughs> it's the weirdest 
but fucking it's, thing. But it, like most times, it's not them. Uh, but it's like the but the people around them are like, well, that just person is drunk. Like that's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. So okay. So most of the them getting pulled around or moved or stuff like that. Yeah. Some of that was actually like green screen effect in the original one, like where they right. were pulling them because people didn't just like move like that. But on that their has own. to be like wires, like pulling. pulling Some them. sometimes there's wires in yeah. this one. Uh, sometimes there's a few of those that are actual are wire movements. The actors moving, but themselves. a lot of them is a lot of it. I would say the bulk of it is pantomime, <laughs> right? And the worst one at it is uh, the gal who plays Doctor Dalton <laughs> because she always goes. Oh, God, help. Like where she's being dragged away by her arm, right? And yes. if somebody's pulling you by your arm, it's probably down and back a little bit, whatever. She always puts her elbow up in the air. And I'm like, <laughs> unless Christian Slater is like seven feet tall, she does not have you held like that. Um, it just, I'm like, okay. But yeah. most people go, whoa, and get dragged off or like uh, they do whatever. And you can just clearly see that they've, thrown themselves into something yeah. <laughs> um at the beginning like the the redhead guy who does like the he's getting shoved around the dance floor where he looks like he's drunk that's more believable to me. yes i think he because does i think a, that, that like, guy does a good I think job that guy probably pantomime. has has done like uh, uh uh physical work yeah and other people like i don't want to say like people do terrible like they do okay okay Obviously, like they've probably practiced at it and done a few things to like, you but know, or they've been coached through it. But it's it's the most laughable part of this movie, besides some of the dialogue. Yeah, it's you can laugh at it. Yes, but it's to the point where you cannot laugh about it enough to warrant a second viewing. No, you know what I mean? No. This isn't like a like a cult classic that you can make fun of over and over. Right, again. right. I agree. It just is not there. There's nothing about it. I will say. Um, I do, um, like, there's some other parts of the visual effects that I think are okay. Um, like, there's, um, there is one scene. Oh, the ones that suck, I also think, are, like, so, uh, they they always had, in the first movie, they had um, Kevin Bacon, like, in a hoodie. And a couple times they had him without the hoodie to where you can see. and But it was a green screen effect. He's wearing a green screen in there. In this movie, they have a hoodie like on a wire thing. Yeah. And so it turns its head and it's like robotically like turning and like the arms look all robotic because it's yeah, it's just on wire, yeah. basically. Um, but there is a cool one. So like um they have Christian Slater's characters wearing like a ski like some sort of a nylon mask. Uh-huh. And so the eyes are open on it. Um, but he's got the rest of the, like the doctor's gear and a hoodie he's wearing. So like you know, except there's a little there's a little can, blooper of that when he she sprays him in the eyes. Yeah, there's no paint there. Yeah, like I'm like because she uses that paint. It, yeah, it's like oil or whatever it is. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, like you can see uh, through the eye holes. Like when he's turned sideways, you can see through it. So you know that the. They did have some green screen work in there, which is good. Um, like I'm glad they did some stuff. Um, but other than that, like yeah. you like the stuff that they did in the first one, where like Christian Slater, uh, Kevin Bacon would like splash water on his face. He would do 
some stuff like that. Right. Like they did it way better in the first one, I think, yeah. because Kevin Bacon was actually there splashing it. I'm and I think yeah. on this one, I think they were just trying to digitally animate it yeah. because like there was, you know, you could tell it was Kevin Bacon before. It didn't look like Christian Slater now. It did sound like it either. But. Yeah. Um, there's a couple weird things like, like one time um, Christian Slater gets hit by a butt or gets hit by a car and he's like bleeding. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, yeah. And you can kind of see part of the circulatory system as things are happening, which I was like, okay, I can, that's interesting. Um, but like one thing I did, I was thinking like, wow, that's a cool effect. I would like to see more of that until he, they do it again. He's in a general's office or whatever. And this general stabs him with a pen (laughs) where he stabs him with the pen. You see like a little bit of ink from that. And I'm like, Oh cool. Like the ink is, you know, like around the wound. So you can see where the ink is. Yeah. But then it kept circulating and circulating and like his whole circulatory system was black from ink. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's stupid. stupid. Why is there that much ink in his body? No, there shouldn't be. And then it just faded away. And I was like, what? so what? Like, There's what? two things I do want to talk about before we get to our, our, our five questions yeah. that we haven't talked about yet. What is the meta joke that happens um, with the guy uh, hiding out flyers Oh God, that gets knocked down? Uh, by Christian Slater, and he says um, something about, like, um, don't eat bacon. This is bacon is murder. Yeah, bacon is murder, which is obviously a reference to Kevin Bacon. And the fact that, like, uh, a lot of night vision was used, or a lot of, like, like night vision to, like, get Yeah, like, the, that, like that green night vision that yeah. was on, like, handy cams back right, in the, the day. Handy cams back in the day. Uh, one, there was a, a teenage couple that was next door to the house of the doctor yeah. that uh, were creating a sexy video, and which was really pointless, by the way, that scene. Yeah, I don't even know why he was across the street in this person's house. Right. Why, I don't, you're invisible. You don't need to go across the street. Yeah. You just need to go outside their window. No one's going to see you. And to the point where he's like not in their yard. He's like in somebody's <sighs> bedroom. Yes. Who's <laughs> so weird. She's like, ah, I can see them. Yeah. They can see my boobs. Yeah. And then later on in in the, the shopping scenes. Yeah. Um, well, Turner, Hooch, uh, takes out a camera and like, uh, that's how I find, you know, yeah. uh, Christian Slater's camera. Well, in the it's original like, one, it was the heat. It was a like spectral heat vision. Right. Which was cool. This one with the night vision to me is weird. And yeah. Pointless. Not so cool. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Let's do our five questions. Okay. Uh, what do you think was the best part of this movie? You know, I'm going to tell you this. Um, we have we have watched stuff that is directed video before. Um, we don't do a lot of it, but uh, this is a directed video. This also doesn't. There's been times where we, we do direct a video, and it looks like it's supposed to be a television pilot. Do yes. You know what I mean? This doesn't feel like it was supposed to be, and so mm-hmm. for that, I'm kind of grateful for. Yes. That it, that we didn't that we weren't like it didn't feel like it was broken up into. This was supposed to be episode one. This was supposed to be episode two. You know what I mean? Yes. There was that time when we watched Cruel Intentions 2, which you could tell was kind of supposed to be episodic, the pilot yeah. and episodic. This didn't feel like that. At least it had that flow of a movie. Yes. Um, Not that well, but it did have that. Um, I'm just... Uh, 
Christian Slater, when he was at towards the end, when he was acting kind of crazy, he was all like, "Yes, two, two for it." Was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, which you know, this movie doesn't have a lot going for it, but it doesn't have a lot that's against it as well. It's yeah. just there. Yes, and it's not anything I would recommend seeking out. Right, at least once. If you just if you're curious, watch it. Yeah. But honestly, I don't know. Yeah. You yourself? I, mean, I hate to see that on a down note, but it's like, look, these performances are fine. Yeah. And up to Christian Slayer's part towards the end, it's probably the best acted. Yes. But other than that, it's kind of, you know, nice Canadian. Yes. Um. I think the best part was the hour thirty minute runtime. I'm just kidding. The um, you know what I mean. Like we yeah. watch this and it it feels very episodic sometimes. With these yeah, I know videos. exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I think that my favorite part of this was from um, it was like the last I don't know how many minutes that was. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. So uh, where he's kidnapped her to give him the the antidote or whatever it is. Uh, he makes her inject herself and then him with the rest of the cure. Um, and then you find out that Turner Pooch. has turned himself invisible too. Yeah. And then we have like the invisible man off. I'm okay with that. The now, man I off. That, I thought that was fun. Now, like it could have been better related animated. to Dinah man off. Yes. <laughs> the leader of the pack. Yes. Uh, it could have been, uh, better animated i think a little yeah. bit but i love the concept of it me too uh and especially like when he starts coming back and you realize oh he's like what the hell happened and she's like i gave you rat poison and so she's poisoned herself too yeah and they're fighting through all of that like the whole sequence i thought was cool and i'm like all right like i can get behind what's happening from that point like forward it just seemed like there's a lot of unnecessary stuff before that. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. Like, and if they could have done more with that throughout the movie, it'd have been awesome. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, like I, I get where they were going with some of the stuff happening in the script. It just felt like they had too many focuses and didn't like successfully resolve like some of it. Yeah. And like, it just felt like they were all over the board a little mm-hmm. bit. So um, but that last like fifteen minutes, probably the best part. Of I the agree movie. with you on that. Like it was, it, if you were gonna watch it, if you're gonna say what's the most action packed part of that, that leaves you kind of like hanging on to something. It yeah. is the last part of the movie. Oh yeah, very much. Um, but like you said, you have to wait uh, an hour and twenty minutes to even get there. Yeah. So it's like. Mm. Um, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Based on this movie, no. I'm done. I'm done. Cancel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm, I am interested in the Elizabeth Moss, like, Invisible Man. It just seems to me, like, it. they never do it correctly enough for me to, like, figure it out. But it seems like this seems to be, like, more of a horror movie that with, like, like a social well, conscience to it. It was, it with, was like, supposed to. With, like, an abusive to. husband kind of thing. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be part of the dark universe like the universal dark like monster movie universe okay. uh, whatever that was called the monsterverse where it was going to have uh the invisible man is going to be played by johnny depp oh um okay. and so it's supposed to be part of that but after the mummy or after mummy with uh right. 
Tom Cruise flopped, they broke all those apart. And like some of those things, they were like, well, we already in like already have opening script. stages yeah. and like whatever. So they reworked the script a little bit, script a little bit. So it was not connected in the same way mm. um, and focused more on like, um, you know, like abuse and things like that and like overcoming abuse. Right. Um, so that's more of where the themes are with that now. Oh, um, so yeah, it was supposed to be part of that, but they right. retooled it. But you know what I mean? Like, it seems like they never give it justice. Yeah. Like, like these kind of invisible movies. Because it's like, what can you do with it? Oh, I can go into the women's locker room. Whoa. Yeah, like, like, it just seems invisible like, kid or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it just seems very, like, either that juvenile or it just seems, like, too dark or too, yeah. like, convoluted like this movie. I was originally, so I was originally going to suggest to hold off on this and do all these invisible movies and like sequels uh, around Halloween time, thinking like, well, that'd be different. Um, But like you have Halloween 2 is a very clear sequel. Yeah. Invisible Kid does not have one. Okay. Uh, neither does Memoirs of an Invisible Man. But Darkman 2. Isn't that more he's of not, an, are, isn't he's he invisible? Not invisible. Oh, he's not? No. He was invisible, man. No, he just is wrapped up in bandages. Oh, he's just wrapped up in bandages. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, there is, um, and even like the original, like Universal Invisible Man right. stuff is really tenuous. Like, so the, there's the, the Invisible Man Returns, which is supposed to be like the sequel, but it's not Claude Rains' character anymore. Oh. Um, and then there's the Invisible Woman. Which some people say is uh, like the third in the series, but it's actually kind of more of a restart. Yeah, like so it's like its own new thing, but it's like a comedy instead of the horror piece of yeah. it. And then they spun that spun off into or had a sequel called Invisible Agent, which I think came out in like 41 or 42. Yeah. And it was more of like a U.S military propaganda film than Jesus. than whatever so like it gets used in weird ways like it's not it wasn't one of the main like three or four you know who yeah i'm gonna be interested in the elizabeth moss movie but not enough for me to go to the movie theater for it yeah i mean like to me like when you get the invisible stuff you kind of know what's going to happen yeah. with some of it you're going to yeah. see couch cushions sink in you're yeah. gonna see footprints <laughs> on carpet you're gonna right. see eventually they're gonna get paint or like water thrown on them and see them briefly yeah, like, like yeah. a sheet thrown over so them. what's your answer to the question reboot continue or cancel yeah because you never really gave me an answer that's true i didn't um just went on i kind of like the concept of this in some way i would almost like to reboot it but as something where like you focused on more of like silent night and have it be where maybe it's not just invisible man maybe it was more different kinds of universal monsters or whatever yeah. but have it almost be like a monster squad if you will uh huh, of, of you know but like have the invisible man be one of those and, yeah. and uh something like that they used to have the the howling commandos or like the whatever that monster squad was like in the comic books sure. like uh Something interesting like that. What's our next question? Um, does this stand on its own? I think it does. There's a lot because like I've never seen the first movie. Uh, any questions I have, really, the doctor kind of answers them for me. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and um, any questions I have about the kind of government aspect, um, he kind of answers them for me through his superiors, like the like uh, Turner does. Yeah. So really, I think it does stand out. So yeah. As far Having as like, said that, it should because I think it should rely on. I think it should be continuous. I've never seen the the first one. But yeah. Let's have some kind of flu, fluidity. Yeah. It it doesn't it it stands on its own without relying on the first one too yeah. much. You hear like a mention. Yeah. Of you hear something, a mention, but that's but that's it. And that's not not worn enough to go. What does it mean? Yeah. No. That's. I mean, it's okay. But it, the weird thing is, it almost doesn't stand on its own by itself like nothing to do with like the first movie or yeah. that you needed the first movie. i don't even think it stands on itself it's just missing by some itself. plot stuff yeah. yeah yeah um that's the unfortunate part with that yeah. some parts do and they go back and i think they try to fill in the gaps they fill them too late so um does this make you want to watch the first one no no yeah no like i said it makes me want to watch invisible man that uh movie that came out more than the first movie, um, just because I'm interested in that, I more agree. interested in that than Hollow Man Two. Yep, with Kevin Bacon. Like I Kevin agree. Bacon was going through a weird thing too back in the day. It's just odd. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm I'm with you there. Uh, and then sum up your experience in two words: hollow plot, hollow plot, hollow, hollow plot. plot. Because we should have said hollow plot. Here's what you should be, but we didn't. And we got something. We got we got dialogue that's very flat. Dialogue that you like you pointed out that that's very much could have moved the plot along a lot quicker. But instead, it was like, oh, I like uh, like uh, white noise as well. Helps me sleep. Are you a dog person? What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah. A lot of this stuff when they talk has nothing to do with anything. I'm like, come on and move the plot along, would you? I'm sick of you. <laughs> Don't make me disappear. All right. Uh, so I think for mine, I would say clear issues. <laughs> so like, there are some clearly some issues with this. You can I, see them. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, there's. I hiding. think there's some issues here, enough that it can be kind of problematic. Um, do I think that there are some like potentials to have some good things happening there? I do. Like, I think there is there was potential in that script and nuggets they should have built on better. And other stuff they should have left off. Do you think the off? first one should have warranted a sequel? Like, uh, is there any reason why the sequel even exists? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I would have liked... I mean, maybe he could have built on that universe a little bit But there's more. nothing really that says that there is necessarily a reason to... Mm-mm. And it's six years later. Why are we, like, yeah. you know, drumming up the, the, the last remnants of Hollow Man? Right. You know? Through the direct-to-DVDs yeah. that you get at Walmart with a two-pack. I mean, that's pretty much what this is. Yes. I mean, the reason why you probably have uh, listeners is you probably have Hollow Man 2. It's probably because you got it with Hollow Man from Walmart. <laughs> okay? I mean, Fair it's enough. true. You got it for like five bucks, and you're like, sweet, two movies in one. Boom. And, and then like, you're oh, like, oh, the other one's Hollow Man Oh, too. this is Hollow Man 2. Oh, okay. But... Uh, watch it if you want. Just do it. You know, like, yes. hey, there's if you have time, watch something. I don't, you know, uh, make your own assumptions. We're just two idiots that have uh, a podcast. We uh, we say it like it is, <laughs> I guess. 
But uh, no, honestly, and if you want to watch it on Crackle or rent it, um, I suggest don't watch it. But that's just me. You say probably. Um, if you enjoyed the first one, maybe watch it with caution. Yeah, I, yeah. It it's really like I wouldn't go out of your way. Yeah. If you have a list of stuff, just put it at the bottom. Yeah. Somewhere. Next week, who knows what we're gonna bring? Who we're knows? Just, uh, we're just uh, you know we're invisible right now, so who knows, folks? But remember, the sequel is king. <laughs>